0: Dude, I, I know that it's like a, a a played out and tired like trope or like a joke now, but like it does kind of suck like with all this Corona stuff happening and like my allergies are fucked. Like I have such bad allergies. and Apparently it's really, it's like way, it's really bad. Like really, really bad. My allergies have been going fucking crazy for a while and like this time of year just it always is. So I'm like, kind of sniffling and I'm like kind of huffing and puffing and my eyes are kind of itchy and like I'll be in public or something like with the sniffles and it's like I swear to god I don't have the disease like this is just the fact that my body isn't like adapted to this fucking planet somehow still
1: it's funny like so would you consider that being sick because like I was thinking about it yeah like when you get really bad allergies would you consider yourself sick I would consider us the (laughs) Bolsheviks. You're such a good dude And then you get shot by a sniper Grass Just wear the fucking gloves Thank you That was fun That was tight There's some sort of pent-up rage in me I've had like a couple fingers in my butt What you're doing is pointless You're just trying to be cool
0: I was played for a fool, fool. That was a good one
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But to answer nope, your serious just... question, no I would not consider allergies to be sick
1: well i was thinking today like because i had a huge headache right a but huge, that's wait, a, I hu- had.
0: a huge what
1: a huge headache
0: you said it weird
1: headache
0: yeah what the f- like a haddock like the fish i had a huge haddock
1: headache yeah headache is how i normally say it but after you wanted me to emphasize it i go headache
0: i have never heard anyone call a headache a headache
1: well it's like my mom like everybody calls it a purse but my mom's always called it a pocketbook but I always call it pocketbook.
0: <laughs> That's I mean, <laughs> I've heard pocketbook. I've just never heard headache for headache.
1: Yeah. well, I, was ha- I had a huge headache, right? And um, I was thinking to myself of like, like if I were to try and get out of work today while I'm at work, like if I were to get sick and go home, like would, it, would headaches be good enough? Like if I just go, oh, I got the worst headache ever. Does that count as being sick? Yeah, and get to go home? At work, it should. If it's like... Just, a, I mean, if
0: it's like a physical ailment that's like impeding your ability to do your fucking job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? hmm Do you get migraines?
1: Not really. I mean, I've had them, and when I... I don't have them often. Like, I don't, have them enough, I don't have them enough for people to be like, oh, they got that migraine disorder, you know? You ever hear people have that?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, One of our mutual friends... Girlfriends has it, and it's like fucking crazy.
1: Um, what's the first and last letter of their names?
0: Who our friend? Yeah, P H. But like, their girlfriend has it, and I guess it's like she's like out for the count, like multiple days of like a month. Okay, I think she has to get like the because I know at some level you can get like the Botox injections or whatever you get them uh-huh. like to. I don't know what the fuck it does.
1: Probably makes your head bigger. So there's more space for your uh, brain to like move around. So then the headaches go away. Right. That's how science works. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think so. Oh my God. Wait, have, did you, did you, um, oh, today is the 12th of May. God, this year is flying by. Um, did you see the, the press conference thing today?
1: Uh, with Hogan?
0: Well, no, he didn't talk today. No, the, the, the federal government one. Or I think it was what was it the Senate?
1: It was uh, a thing when with, he told him to sh- when he told Obama to shut the fuck up or something.
0: No, it was a thing with fucking Rand Paul and uh, Fauci.
1: Oh, uh, I know the thing with Fauci being like, "Yo," he like warned everyone that like if we open up too fast, it's gonna be a fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, but part of that shit, I guess, that got a lot of coverage is like Rand Paul was like, "You're not the end all be all with science." <laughs> And then he was, and then Fauci was like, yeah, no shit, dude. I'm just like, I'm telling you what's up from the science world, you fucking tool.
1: Yeah. There, there, there isn't some fucking God member of the science community that is the end all be all. I mean, he's just speaking. You, you, that's why you have multiple of them on the committee, you fucking nutcase. You yeah, know? I, God, Rand Paul He's just the, sucks. he's just the one who, who gets, you know, he's. Fau- Fauci's the one who's, like, the head. So everyone talks, and then everyone tells Fosse what to say. And they all come to a little mini consensus on on it. You know what I mean?
0: I guess so. I don't know enough about how, how all that shit works. I just know that I... I, remember Rand-,
1: when I- Rand Paul thinks the way he does uh, because he thinks the way he does, and his dad's fucking idiot. But also, he got it, and nothing bad happened. So I think he thinks... You know, he's got this weird, he's probably got this weird uh, point of view with it now where he thinks he's, um, you know, he thinks he's superior because he already had it.
0: Rand Paul's just in the Corona Ward reading Nietzsche and he's like, maybe I'm the Ubermensch.
1: (laughs) Um, You know, well, which is one thing. I mean, he got it and then nothing happens. So like. You know, if I were him and had his views and stuff, I probably would think the same thing.
0: He's just more afraid of his neighbor than he is of this disease.
1: Yeah, how funny is it that his dad, like, fucking said it was a hoax and then he fucking got it. That's so funny. Dude,
0: Ron Paul's, like, career... I want to, like, actually read up about him (laughs) because I didn't know who he was until I was in high school and I was in... I think it was in Charleston, South Carolina. And someone was like... Uh, like canvassing for him or like like I got yeah. like this random dude at a fucking stoplight like a crosswalk to give me a bookmark and I had it all throughout high school and it was like some promotional like Ron Paul or no sorry Ron Paul it was Ron like Paul. yeah Ron Paul like criminal justice reform marijuana reform like no more big government <laughs> and I was like this dude, guy every, seems okay everybody
1: everybody, everybody everybody was a Ron Paulian for like a little bit everybody fucking Zach Luther I was you know you probably were for like a second right
0: oh yeah no totally when i had that bookmark <laughs> when i was like going through my weird like <laughs> i smoke weed and i'm real smart face i was like reading uh what quetzal coddle the daniel pinchbeck book with a fucking ron paul bookmark and like <laughs> yeah no like if i would have if if i at 29 years old saw me at like 17 doing that shit i would just shove my face into a toilet
1: well, I mean, it, at the time, it was kind of a, it, it wasn't a new view, but it was like a new it was like refreshing it was or like mainstream. interesting. Well, he was just he was he was like the only one in the Republican uh, like in the Republican side that was going again uh, that was going against um, running against. Uh, what was it? Oh, it's after Bill Clinton, I guess. So it was like 2000. Maybe it was 2008. I don't know. He was on the he's on the Republican side. And he was the only one that had, like, anti-war sentiment and, like, you know, had these other interesting libertarian views that were never really looked at before, especially from the right, you know? Yeah. When it comes to the anti-war stuff. Did so you that, your- that brought us, uh, the people, the Democrats, that brought us going, who is this guy? What? He's, an- he's a Republican and he's anti-war? What the fuck? You know? And then, you know, and then it is, it, I don't know. So. It brought a lot of people over to just like look at him for a little bit. I do think that uh, maybe Ron Paul
0: and me becoming aware of Ron Paul, he might have been like the first almost third party guy that I was ever like aware of as like someone who wasn't like what I think of as a Republican or what I think of as a Democrat, you know, maybe Nader. Dude, honestly, I tried to look this up because when I was in high school, someone came to my high school someone came to north hagerstown high school and like i don't know before you huh
1: someone came to your school and abducted you for a little bit
0: no um someone came and gave a talk about like being against like some big industry and it was either like i I think it was fucking ralph nader but i don't know for sure because i was not paying attention but i just remember this dude was like a wanted man by some powerful industry. And like he was being followed around and all this shit. Mm -hmm. And then once I started listening to Ralph Nader's like radio show, not too long ago. And I like started thinking about Ralph Nader again. I was like, fuck man. Did I hear this motherfucker talk like 10 years ago and just did not give a shit. Dude. He's,
1: he's gotten so much done in his like private life.
0: (laughs) His radio show is really, I highly recommend the Ralph Nader radio hour. Yeah. It's really cool.
1: Yeah. I'll have to check it out. I don't mind him. He's fun.
0: He's chill now. Yeah. I think that he's a lot chiller now that he it's like no longer like a viable option to really have him in like the government. Yeah. So he's just kind of like this consultant slash commentator slash just like ghost that haunts DC.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's a fucking raisin now, you know.
0: Yeah, He's still fucking sharp as a, what is it, sharp as a tack? Sharp as a whip? whatever. No, I think
1: I saw him on real time with Bill Maher one time recently. I don't know.
0: That sounds shitty. Um okay, so he just
1: went on there and talk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Bill Maher. He's on HBO now, right? Doesn't he have like
1: his own thing? Yeah. I used to watch it like religiously. But the four it's just it's it's a format show, which is like annoying. All those format shows are annoying. You know? It's all about the long form shit like this, you know? Yeah, that's that brings me to like what I think, you know, moving forward you know, people think we're a bunch of nobodies, right? Because we are. But why don't we come up with like, a profession that each of us has, we'll just like, pretend that we're profession, so that, you know, if we ever have video, we can put that at the bottom, be like, you know, Dr. Robbie, something, you wouldn't be a doctor, but, you know, just like professions that we can lie and say we are, so that we can, um, so when people come on, and listen to us; they'll be like, "Oh, these people are legit." Jordan, have you ever committed a crime? <laughs> because every time,
0: every time, every time you have these ideas to like do a thing like for the show, you say it on the show, so then it won't fucking work. There's no way no, for no, us no, no, to no. trick people into thinking that we have credentials if you posit the idea on the show. It's like being in a bank and being like, "Yo, we could probably well, that's rob the this plot bank." Of it is
1: because. I'm talking about future listeners. The listeners now will know what's up. They'll they'll be in on the joke, or people that go far enough back in the fucking disc- discography archive archive. That's the one. Go far farther back in the archive, and then they reach this. They'll be like, "Oh, these are a bunch of fucking nobodies." <laughs> oh, know? they're not actually theoretical physicists. Damn. Yeah, dude, I would. I know what mine would be. What? Uh, what's Neil deGrasse Tyson? He's a astrological physicist That's i want to be be. about space but i never talk about it
0: (laughs) but i don't know how you would oh so you would just want it to be like it would say your name and then comma like astrophysicist
1: yes yeah i'll be the astrophysicist and then well because you know i do know a lot about space so if we ever do stuff about space i know like kind of a lot about it because i listen to a lot of space
0: shit. Well, I'm playing Stellaris right now, so I also know a lot about space.
1: <laughs> okay, so we'll just both be astrophysicists. No, no, no.
0: If you're going to be a space guy, let me be a water guy. I want to be a marine biologist then. Oh,
1: yes. Okay. You're now Robbie, the marine biologist, <laughs> and I'm Jordan, the, the astrophysicist. This sounds like a
0: terrible, like, fucking CW sitcom where we share an apartment. It's like <laughs> yeah, Big Bang over. Theory, but like way smellier.
1: Yeah, and yeah, dude, with the same type of humor. Dude,
0: that shit, okay, what scares you more? Like the big, big, deep open water or space?
1: Uh, Space for sure. Because at least with the big open water, no matter how deep it is, you go far enough down, well, you get crushed by the pressure, but if there was some way you didn't, like you would eventually hit the ground and see the ground, and you'd be like, "Oh, thank God!" But space can go on forever, you know what I mean? So, I think that's—I think space is a little more scarier. I think that fucking the ocean is scarier. Ocean's scary. Ocean's scary, especially if you're in open water, but you're at the, the at the surface, but you don't have anything like to help you. Like you're not on a boat or anything. You're just in there, and then you know you don't know what's under your feet. You keep looking down but you're too close to the water to see too far down. So there could be just sharks like at your feet, like nibbling. Woo.
0: Yeah. No, th- there's a, there's a name for that phobia for like the phobia of like big, big stuff in the water underneath you. There's like, what is it? I don't know, but there's like an actual name for it.
1: Oh, I have that phobia for sure. I think everybody has it. If they're in that situation.
0: <laughs> true. True. Dude. I, I it always, like, blew my mind as, like, a kid that we gave a fuck about space and then, like, haven't even, like, explored the entire ocean yet.
1: I know. It's fucking nuts.
0: Like, it's right there. Like, I can drive to the ocean real quick. Like, it All is right, so, right there.
1: So, real quick. Marine biologist, what school did you go to?
0: Oh, I you don't know. Have- uh,
1: a community college in Florida? No, no, no. no okay. <laughs> All right. That'll be fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Community College in Florida. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Got kicked out of the ah.
0: Coast Guard for smoking too much weed.
1: Yeah. Okay. I went abroad. I went to Cambridge. Okay. Where is Cambridge at? I don't know.
0: I don't think that that's abroad. Is it abroad? Abroad?
1: Is that in England? It's abroad with big titties. There <laughs> it is. Yeah, I think it's in England somewhere. It's Cambridge. Yeah. And, yeah it has something to do with England.
0: I mean, I have no idea where that school is because it's not like it was ever like one of my contenders, you know what I'm saying? University of Cambridge, where are you, dude? It's in Massachusetts, dog.
1: No way. Dude, there's one in England. Yeah, there is.
0: University of Cambridge is a public university in Cambridge, England, and then there's the city of Cambridge in Cambridge, Massachusetts.
1: All right. That's all I need to know. I'm Cambridge. You're fucking some community college in florida perfect okay awesome all right so um do, 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 do. i think i blacked out during the last premium episode i don't remember any of it
0: good i'll tell you about it off this not public episode it got pretty dicey at the end i honestly uh, stopped recording it way too soon before you went way off the rails
1: well, I, I blacked, because I was, remember, I was, like, completely sober during the first episode, and then, like, I really started, I just kept pouring that scotch, and then I this just is, blacked out,
0: man. For five bucks a month, you can go to our Patreon and listen to Jordan get comically drunk, comically fast, and then just make an ass out of himself.
1: Did I make, was it that bad? Did I make a complete ass of myself?
0: I stopped recording it, and then you kept on talking. Like we had like an additional like fifteen or twenty minute Skype call after the recording <laughs> stopped and it was it was something else.
1: Okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Got a
0: lot of well, hot okay. takes when you get a little bit of that good brown in you.
1: <laughs> Let's see what else. Um so uh I talked about or oh, I guess I don't know if I mentioned it, but the lawn jockeys thing, because I had noticed. On my routes, like these lawn jockeys popping up. I've seen them before, but like not a lot. And this guy, the, my, one of my neighbors set one up recently. Are he you like fucking re- serious? Yeah, he like redid his whole front yard to have like a huge wooden cross, a big Trump flag. And then all of a sudden there was this black face, like little caricature thing holding a lantern. And that's when I was like, what the fuck is that? It's definitely racist. And then, because when, yeah, Morgan brought it up first. She was like, "That thing is like, what the fuck is that blackface thing?" And I was like, at first, I was like, "Ah," uh, and then I, I re- I started realizing it's pretty much everywhere in like rural areas. And I was like, "Okay, this just seems weird." So I wanted to look it up. So you, do you know what I'm talking? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a thing. <laughs> I mean, they've
0: been a thing forever, but like, they fell out of fashion. I don't know, like a while ago. But they're popping up everywhere now. I have not seen any.
1: Well, you're in Baltimore.
0: You, I mean, I go all over the state, though.
1: Okay. Well, I'm seeing more and more. So it's almost like. That
0: doesn't surprise me. Like, any time I'd seen them in abundance, it was, you know, in Western Maryland.
1: So that was my neighbor who set one up recently. Didn't have it before. Then, in um, on my route, there's like. Like five to ten people who have set new ones up. So I'm like, what is going on here? Are they
0: First all of, the Are they all the blackface ones? Yes. Because mm-hmm. I've also yeah. seen
1: the white ones. Yeah. There's there's a white one and he's thinner and looks yeah. more like a man. Whereas the 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 Afri- the African or the blackface one is like a caricature. It looks more like a cartoon. Yeah, it's like, like
0: some like, fucking like mammy ass cartoon. Like it's like super old school. Big red lips, like black yeah. as concrete skin, black as asphalt. <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's fucked up.
1: Well, what's interesting about these things is like the origin is unknown. Like, there's no official origin for it that I've seen. I've looked they on- just popped India. up. It's
0: one of history's mysteries. It's the pyramids, yeah. Göbekli Tepe, fucking long jockeys.
1: It's just a part of ancient aliens. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, so there's actually no official origin story. Nobody knows. I've checked, you know, I've checked all the things for it. And um, how but long did you lo-
0: How long did you actually look?
1: Oh, a good hour. Really? Yeah, for a good hour, I was like looking around and writing stuff down and stuff. So there, So I, what I found out is the 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 uh, blackface one is called it's called the Jocko style, and the white thin uh, one. Is the called the Cavalier Spirit one? So, Cavalier
0: now, Spirit.
1: Yeah, that's the boring one. That's just like a normal dude. And then the Jocko style is the blackface one. There's two uh, main origins. One is the Revolutionary War origin, which says that George Washington, uh, there was a there was a uh, uh, black soldier during the Revolutionary War um, named, called Jocko named Jocko Jocko Graves. Um, And George, he was part of George Washington's troops uh, during the Revolutionary War. And um, wait, wait, wait,
0: he was part of the. Was he a slave or was he
1: a free man? It does. Nobody says slave, but obviously he was because it's Revolutionary War. So I don't think any I don't think I mean, I guess there were some free blacks, but not really. Um, But uh, it never says. But George Washington thought Jocko Graves to be too young for the surprise attack uh, by crossing the Delaware River. Mm -hmm. So Jocko was ordered to stay back with a lantern to tend to the horses. Um, And when they came back, he was on the shore of the Delaware River, uh, still holding the lantern, but he froze to death. And then George Washington thought that um, he— That it would look really good in his lawn? (laughs) Yeah, actually he—well, no, he was—so he's— it goes that he he thought it was so honorable that he was attached to his service uh, that he would freeze to death with the lantern that he had him cast and uh, a statue of him put on, in Mount Vernon on his estate. So that's the Revolutionary War story. Then there's the Underground Railroad story, which is interesting because um, the, there's uh, Charles Bloxon, who's an. A black curator for the African American collection at Temple University claims these figures were used in the Underground Railroad days to help slaves escape by tying ribbons to them. Green meant safe, red meant keep going. So it was like the hobo signs. Uh, yeah, or yeah. like green book. You know about the hobo the
0: hobo carvings thing, right? Yes. Where they like carve the stuff into the posts and onto like barns and stuff to let you know what the people inside were like.
1: Yeah, so this this was a part of that, I'm sure. Um, the interesting thing about this is, like, this is the origin of weirdness because this doesn't... This obviously means that they already existed. So it's not really an origin story. It's just saying they were used during this time to help slaves escape.
0: Yeah, I feel like in order for the slave thing to be... I mean, is that, like, something that was real or is that just something that is, like, theorized? Like, the tying the ribbon thing?
1: This guy claims that it cuz he's um he wrote a book mm-hmm. on the underground railroad mm-hmm. and he's black so and he's black I think so i think he's black
0: it doesn't matter what skin color is jordan but you know anyway well my whole yeah,
1: my okay.
0: question would be like if that was like an actual like viable marker where you could sneakily be like they're cool or like they're not cool It would have to be something that, like, doesn't pop out at you when you see it. So that would mean that, like, these lawn jockeys would have to be fucking everywhere and, like, everyone's kind of decorating them. So, like, your neighbor walking by wouldn't be like, why the fuck is there a a weird statue of a dude holding a lantern outside of John's house? And why the fuck is there a ribbon on it? What are you hiding, John?
1: That's what I was saying. So it's not an origin story because these things would have had to already be there, right? So it's definitely and uh, uh, black people were. Slaves were j- jockeys, you know what i mean they were they were back in those times, a lot of them were forced to be jockeys um and uh there's also the whole name jock jocko they also there was like a like a a, a myth or a stereotype for black people back then that they were jokesters and tricksters, so they thought that Jocko might be from that too I don't know but Uh, what I came from this is those are the two origin stories (laughs) which is like what Um, it's racist so that's all I mean I
0: feel like you could make you could spin it if you wanted to be like it's an homage to George Washington's house like you could I guess like kind of trick yourself into thinking you're not a racist piece of shit by having it but then like either have the white dude what was his name like Captain Vigilance or whatever
1: Cavalier spirit.
0: Yeah, same thing. Some like white guys rule bullshit, but like, yeah. I don't know why the fuck is it still dressed up in like goddamn like super intense blackface. Yeah, you know
1: it's it's definitely. I and, and wouldn't give
0: a fuck about it if they took away like the caricature aspect and it was just like a black dude with a lantern and you were like,
1: yeah, right. Dude. But no, big red lips, cartoony. Like, give me a fucking break. Like, this is def, and it like a lot of them are in the Jim Crow museum. Makes sense. Yeah.
0: Have you ever been to the, what is it, the Muter Museum? I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> the place in Philly. The Medical Oddities place.
1: Oh, no. no.
0: Um, no, Their whole catalog or whatever is like free online right now. Oh, yeah, really? hmm Oh, cool. <laughs> we went there on tour once, <laughs> and Sarah got so grossed out that we, her and I, like, left before completing the whole circuit.
1: They have jars of dicks and shit.
0: They got everything in there, man. It's crazy in there. They got like conjoined twin. They got like mummy skulls. Like it's all medical oddities. They had like a kidney stone that was like the size of a fucking grapefruit and like all this crazy shit. Damn. It's interesting as fuck, but it's definitely like if you're kind of squeamish about like body horror, like it's not for you.
1: Oh yeah. I'm squeamish for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) All right. So let's move on to, let's just do a little, um, what time is it? Okay. Okay. Like the, okay, so first off, the economy, prices are dropping. Prices of what? I don't know. I just read something real quick. Prices are dropping, and it's worrisome.
0: Well, I mean, oil dropped, obviously, and then that kind of has corrected itself a little bit. But, like, meat meat prices are going to go up, allegedly. We'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens with that. I
1: mean. All right. Boring. Move on. Let's go. Um, so <laughs> the three.
0: <laughs> no, this is interesting. I like this Jordan led episode.
1: <laughs> um, all right. Now to the $3 trillion stimulus that's going to happen on Friday. Now, if you're listening from the future, there's so far. If this passes, this will be the second stimulus. We already had one in the beginning. Okay, so this is the second one.
0: Do you have a Uh, breakdown of it? Yeah,
1: so $3 trillion (laughs) stimulus brought up by Nancy Pelosi. And this is brought up, they already know they're not going to get everything. So it's like a bidding thing. So they already know that they have to uh, come to a deal with Republicans to get it passed. Not from the House, but through the Senate. So they're going to try and figure out a way that they can try and get this through. So, this is the on the base, right? $3 trillion stimulus te- with testing increasing and uh, coronavirus tracing, right?
0: Oh, wait. Is this HR 6666 that I've been reading
1: about? <sighs> I don't know. You're bringing up stuff I don't know about now. Well, I, didn't, I didn't read about that. I been mean, there. everyone's- I read fr- two articles.
0: Everyone's, like, freaking out about, like, house resolution 6666, and that's supposed to be the one that's, like, the coronavirus, like- uh contact tracing bullshit and everyone's like six 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 dude mark of the beast the devil and they're gonna track us because that's they're gonna put the the oh. <laughs> the chips in our skin like it says in the bible with the mark of the. i don't beast. know about
1: chips on the skin but it, i that's think it's what, on, it probably has to do with the phone so people could probably maybe uh put an app on their phone and like get traced that way but it's something it's whatever south korea did right
0: well there's a difference but like that's i would just kind of talking about like the QAnon like conspiracy theory thing where like Bill Gates and the World Health Organization want to vaccinate everybody and then you have to have like proof that you're vaccinated so allegedly like these uh technology guys like Bill Gates want to implant everybody with like fucking microchips that you can scan to tell if you've been vaccinated or not and that, that shit is
1: so stupid but that's right? the mark Bill of Ga-
0: the beast and then Bill like Gates that giving away the,
1: his money like left and fucking right like Why would he do something to make more money when he's already just trying to give it all away because he's got too much? I mean, he's not even he's not really a villain. I mean, I
0: don't know enough about him, but I also think that it's pretty stupid to think that money means anything to him anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. The fuck does he care uh about
0: money? Like acquiring more money is not one of his like fucking goals in life anymore because he already has all the money.
1: Oh, you're saying that's a dumb take? What? Are you saying that's stupid to think? Are you saying you are you agreeing with me or
0: I I don't think that Bill Gates gives a fuck about acquiring more money anymore.
1: Oh, me neither. That's why his charity's like giving away like most of it, right?
0: I mean, they should be giving away all of it. I'm not going to really sing his praises, but he doesn't seem like he's the worst of like the rich dudes. He's no.
1: I'm sure there's some dark secrets in his past or whatever. You don't
0: acquire that much money without you know.
1: Without diddling some some kids or something.
0: Parody. Allegedly.
1: <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh,
0: so what's uh, yeah, so what's all in the fucking... Because contact tracing is what they did in like China. That's what they're doing in uh, Southeast Asia and stuff.
1: Yeah, South Korea is the main one who did it first.
0: And then what China does it, and they're doing it in um, some other places around there, right? Isn't like uh, Vietnam doing stuff like that and all those other places?
1: Yeah, contact tracing is, you know, you you set someone down on the ground, you get a piece of chalk, and you make sure that chalk is touching their skin and the ground, and you trace their body all the way around.
0: That's it. That's what it is. But fucking, um,
1: <laughs> no, like, I was listening. I had a punchline, but I literally forgot it, and I didn't write it down.
0: Hell yeah. That's so sick. Um,
1: Because I did not have one prepared, so. That's fine.
0: But, I mean, like, they're doing that in fucking China, and it seems to be working, you know? Yeah. I mean, you just fucking... And, like, I've seen a lot of people who have been freaking the fuck out about it. And, like, I don't... I mean, I don't know. I don't get what, like, the big, like, go-get-your-gun issue is with contact tracing. Because, like, it's kind of necessary in this type of situation.
1: Well, we're dealing with people who, like, hate everything that has to do with anything any kind of government getting larger in any way you know and they they just don't they don't care about anything except themselves but it's it's
0: asinine to like have that be like this rallying cry for your like faux resistance like stance when like you have a fucking cell phone that can be tracked at all times you fucking idiot like
1: yeah we're already doing you use your
0: fucking credit card every time you go out like you can be tracked fucking easy you're not like going in incognito mode you know what i mean And all it if, is, like, it's not even that invasive. Like, the the going to your house shit kind of is sketchy. But, like, that's part of the contact tracing or part of that resolution is that, like, they can show up to your house and, like, test you or whatever, right?
1: I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's part of, like, the house resolution quad six or whatever. But, like, no, I mean, all you do is you fucking, every time you go to go to a store or go to wherever, they take your fucking temperature and then they document that you were there. So then if there's a fucking outbreak at that place and they know who the fuck was around to contact you and be like, dude, get fucking tested. You're right. You know? Yeah. That's not that big of a fucking deal. That's not like really an invasion of privacy.
1: Right. Um, yeah. No, I agree with you. For sure. Uh, unemployment insurance, expansion, expanding. That shit's
0: also uh, not working. Unemployment. Yeah. So, so many fucking people. Oh, I know. Haven't gotten it. They're testifying you know, on Friday against it. Uh, today or something or tomorrow? Friday. The thing in Maryland where like uh what like eleven hundred people were called to like uh testify and um give their opinion on like the unemployment in Maryland. Mm-hmm. It's happening like this week and. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, because I think that they're I think that they're earnestly trying to evaluate and then you know change it if it needs to be changed because obviously like. It's not working. I don't know any, I don't know one single person in Maryland, let alone like in the country. Yeah, honestly in the country that is having like their unemployment work the way that it was uh, pitched to them. They're not getting the regular payments plus the bonus payments.
1: Yeah, this thing's all fucked. Yeah, for sure. So this thing, maybe it'll help it out, but I know it's trying to expand it too. Also doing the vote. What's in this bill is also the vote by mail for the states, so trying to get every all the states to vote that shit by ain't mail go through. You know
0: goddamn well that shit ain't gonna go through.
1: Right. But it that should. Doesn't...
0: It's not gonna go through, though.
1: Well, they're gonna debate it, so this is, again, this is the... the Mitch McConnell the will not let that shit go through. Right. Because it means his job. Alright, so now we get to the, just, I'm gonna rally him off. $500 billion for states, $375 billion for local governments. That's Another round. A
0: fucking state and a local government. Well, they're talking about like county governments and like yeah, city yeah, governments yeah. versus like the actual state. Yeah. I got you. Seems redundant, but I got you.
1: Yeah. So really, it's basically 875 billion for, lo- for state and local governments. Um, another round of the $1,200 stimulus checks. One round? Another round.
0: But just like one cash infusion again?
1: one more round. And then I think one more set up afterwards. So it might actually be two.
0: Okay.
1: They said something about an, another ones like lined up or something like that. Uh, maybe they just have this, maybe it's not in this bill, but they have another bill lined up just to have those go through again, like a blanket one just for that, just in case or something.
0: God, American bureaucracy fucking is super efficient, huh? I,
1: have I have something on that later, but, um, Twenty-five billion dollars for the postal services in this bill,
0: too. Okay, I mean that's good. Yeah, you guys need it. You know, we got to keep the fucking mail flowing. I
1: mean, I I feel I just,
0: if I'm being I just f- don't
1: sorry I just don't want to hear people be like oh, I pay your fucking job I pay for your fucking job because I love being like no you fucking don't but now I can't do that if they use taxpayer money to fucking. Do this shit. Well
0: the good thing is is It sounds, what I would imagine Is the male shit was thrown in there As like The fucking uh, The fat that will get trimmed off in negotiations You know what I mean yep. Like that's one of the things that like they put on there Because they know that that's gonna be something That like the Republicans can like Really really like uh, uh, Disagree with And then debate on and then make it look like They're actually doing something by yeah. being like, guys, we stopped mail-in voting, which will destroy America. Right. We did something fucking good. I've been yeah. seeing so many people posting about how uh, vote by mail is going to ruin the country. Already? Are you serious? Oh yeah. It that's become a really big talking point with like conservative, like older conservatives that I see online. Like it's, it's all these people. So there's there's this really funny trend now with all this like conservative like image sharing and like copy pasted like copy pasta bullshit. Where it's yeah. like I bet that no one's brave enough to share this, there's always that like rhetoric in it where it's like, I bet only true patriots can share this uh chain email type of shit, but there's so much of it where being like it's like a picture of Trump or like a picture of fucking like McConnell or something, and then it's like share this if you think that voter registration needs to be tied to a photo id like uh, share this if you think that you wouldn't have like you you have to provide a photo id upon voting at the polls like all this shit to be like voting by mail will like destroy democracy
1: yeah it's awful that's all aw- that's that's such a horrible take
0: and it's completely false
1: yeah it's crazy it's really crazy I looked uh, up the
0: statistics before. I don't have them on hand because I didn't know we were going to talk you know, about it. But who's
1: rallying? Is is Fox News helping that to go along? Oh, are I mean, they but
0: saying- all the from what I've seen, like all of the like at, like internet conservative media people are like.
1: Right, I know that. I'm saying the mainstream, like Fox.
0: I mean i I would have I would assume so. Okay. But I I don't I don't know because a lot of the stuff that I see in that capacity are like memes that were made by like Turning Point or like you know like Koch Brothers type of companies and stuff or like those figures like you know
1: yeah for sure um okay so we have what 10 minutes left we'd go over a little bit right we Wouldn't got be 20 too minutes bad.
0: left we're fine Huh? we got 20 but... minutes left we're fine all
1: right so this one is so uh i just want to have i want to have fun with this i don't want to i don't want to argue in I want this to be fun. Okay. So this is like kind of a, so we had argued based on nobody knows my school of thought, including myself. Right. Because, uh, you know, I've always claimed to be kind of a libertarian socialist, um, but Mm -hmm. not in the traditional sense. Right. So, um, Mm -hmm.
0: turn off your fucking phone.
1: I, I have it. I'm fucking silent. I don't know what's going on.
0: Throw it out the window. I'll still be able to hear it because I hear everything that happens outside of your house.
1: All right. Libertarian socialist to me being like just I pick from both sides and you know, whatever. So
0: this is going to be... If we had actual like astute listeners, you would get flamed for what you just said, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. I think Well, so. actually, so this is the thing is like we, you know, we don't have listeners yet, but I think we could <laughs> This this will be like this will be just you and I kind of going over, this is more like a friendly, let's find my school of thought, right? Mm -hmm. So um, let's just figure it out. So like, like, okay, so I made a list of things I think that are on the left that I agree on, things in the middle that I agree on, and things on the right that I agree on, you know? And then I have kind of also a structured how I, if I had a, if I structured my government, what it kind of structurally would look like. You know what I mean?
0: So you just want to like lay out your manifesto, but like make it funny. No,
1: and then I want to come across what, what you, we can discuss what you think that is, right? Uh, or right, So like, you want
0: me to, you you want me to try and diagnose your political affiliation.
1: Right. Cause right I'm yeah, not gonna... No,
0: no, no, you're good. Let me, let me get comfy and then just give me a little lecture, bud.
1: All right, so um, just a list of things generally that I agree on that I think are more on the left, okay?
0: okay. Yep.
1: Universal health care, uh, housing for everyone, so universal basic housing, I guess you would call it, or abolishing real estate almost, you know? Um, tax-funded education. I'm very pro-union.
0: Well, wait, wait, wait. I'm- abolishing real estate is different than public housing for everyone
1: you're right. Um, so scrap, uh, abolishing real estate. Cause I, I just figured out what that means in my head and I, I don't know, just uh, universal basic housing. Okay. Um, tax funded education, pro union, extreme progressive tax brackets. What does
0: tax funded education mean?
1: Oh, just like, um, like for public colleges should be free for everyone. If you want to go to a private college, like harvard you can go still but it's kind of cost you a lot of money um maximum wages you know um abol- and then this is sort of the the libertarian socialist school of thought that i come across uh agreeing with when i looked it up um like abolishing fascist hierarchical structure corporations so like more of like Like, like Noam Chomsky talks about a lot, you know, like, uh, kind of, like, the means of production have to be taken over by uh, whoever's producing it, that kind of thing, you know, but like, corporations can exist, but they have to be like, within itself, uh, structured uh, socially, I guess, you know, what I mean, so that's what I mean by that. Uh, on the middle end, you know, uh, pro guns, freedom of speech, press and religion, uh, anti dictatorships, uh, strong environmental programs, subsidy subsidies for green renewable energy up to a point, you know, um, uh, getting rid of subsidies for corn and cor- and uh, corporate farms, you know, and then abolishing private jails. So, and then on the right, things I'm th- things that I think are on the right that I'm for you know, markets, but regulated. So that's kind of actually more on the middle, maybe Uh, not a completely free market, but just like markets. So just private ownership, I still believe in Uh, case by case interventionism with no staying behind. We got a huge fight about that. Yeah, I'm I'm for like what I mean by that is like, for example, in Syria, remember all those videos of people being like somebody help, you know, because they're getting bombed or whatever. It's like What they're, you know, what they're really asking for is help by either us or the UK or someone to just like, you know, an act of war, I guess. But I wouldn't, there's no staying behind, you know. I, we had gotten an argument about like the war in Iraq, how I was for it, but not really. I'm more, I was more just like for, I would rather even not going in with an army, just sending in some guy to take out Saddam. Mm-hmm. But getting out, I don't want to stay there. Nobody's no staying. I think that's dumb. And that's like, you know, not realist, right? Because that's, there's always something behind a reason why we're going to any war, but in a perfect world, not well, wouldn't be perfect because you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> anti, <laughs> yeah, I anti,
1: anti PC, political correctness stuff, you know, that just goes along with freedom of speech. So that's kind of my basic stuff. Um, that I think I'm, and you could also ask me questions on things like I didn't say, and I can just, you know, you know, that kind of thing. And then I can tell you what what I think on it, you know, and then this will be something we can always come back to as as things go on, you know, because I kind of want to figure out what my school of thought is, you know, I think that'd be fun. Um, Now the setup my ideal setup for a structure of government would be like a new constitution that still includes freedom of speech, press and religion, but one that emphasizes social equality. Um, and then I would, the branches of government I would have would be legislative branch that only has representatives. And then another branch elected by the people solely to police representatives for corruption and lobbying. So in my world, uh, There'd be a lot of anti-corruption measures, and also lobbying would be illegal. Um, this branch will also only have one-year terms, so they themselves cannot be have time to get corrupted. You know what I'm saying? And then a judicial branch with term limits. So basically, three main, or I guess two branches, but one program that's kind of also elected. Well, I guess it would be a it's a branch, but it'd be I don't an know oversight what, committee. Yeah. But, like, one elected by the people. Oh, I guess that's it. Yeah? Is that it? I guess so. Yeah, that's it for now. That's, like, what I had kind of going over. Okay. What do you want me to, what, do you want me to, like... I don't know, just converse with me about it. What do you think, like, what, what kind of, what kind of things are in there, you know? Why? Well, cause I had also looked up, I also looked up the neoconservatism stuff and the libertarian socialism stuff. And honestly, when it comes to like, you know, the libertarians, you said I wasn't libertarian socialist because of my interventional, uh, interventionalist views or whatever. Um, but there's not really much on foreign policy that I saw going into looking at libertarian socialists. I'm sure they have one. But like the main, their main thing is very much kind of on a, um, domestic, you know, it's like domestic policy stuff. And I agree with a lot of the stuff, you know, mm-hmm. or I like a lot of the ideas in libertarian socialism.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I can really get the first thing that stuck out to me with what you just said, um, when you were trying to divide things into left center and right,
1: Oh, that's just but I'm yeah, just saying
0: that, like even like that, like, I don't agree with the things you put in those columns of being left, center, or right, yeah, you know, those
1: are just like like generally, you know,
0: no, I understand, so. but I mean that i that would I don't think that we have the same understanding of left, right, and center if you thought that some of those things in the center were you know in the center, basically, you know what
1: I'm saying. Like, which ones?
0: Well, what did you say in there? that The environmental uh, uh, focus or whatever, that definitely isn't a center issue and would be considered more on the left. Mm, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And then I
0: have have it, if you
1: look at this, I have it kind of like in this weird spot. It's like kind of like there's this, you know, and I have Mm -hmm. it like up here. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't.
1: I don't think we should even focus on the left, middle, and right part of it though you know I mean it was it's more like I I just generally put that there so I can like kind of I don't know
0: I get what you're saying
1: um I mean
0: your domestic like these ideas that you have for um like your utopian version or whatever um of like domestic policy is definitely more socialist more more left-leaning for sure than any other direction um with the international stuff, I mean, it's the interventionalist, like, uh, you know, like strain the interventionalist, like, uh, beliefs that you have are, are I think one of the the big things that's really sticking a rut and and trying to really put what you're thinking on like a left or right basis.
1: Well, because it's not like. It's not really an, like I'm not I don't have any imperialist outlook on it. You know, it's kind of like if there if if there is a crisis going on and people are asking for our help. Uh, and there's obviously some fucked up shit going on with a government oppressing certain aspects of on a especially on a wide scale, kind of like in Syria you know what I mean? Like, what, remember when those videos came out and the people are in Syria, they're just like asking for help, and what they're really saying is, "Come, someone, please, bomb Assad's for, forces." You know what I mean? So that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but the, okay. So let's even when we go from what you just said, like that is to me like a very much like a neoconservative view of our our being America, but also like empire or whatever you'd want to call it, like a relationship to like other countries or like developing countries or less developed countries or whatever you want to say, because like the, like the underlying idea in that, that, you know, that school of thought or that, that viewpoint would be that it is someone's job to regulate, other countries as they see fit and it creates this hierarchical structure between different countries because there's people who need help and people who give help
1: but there is nato which is a collection of a bunch of countries Mm -hmm. and their job is kind of to regulate that right they're trying to make sure that nobody is going out and trying to be um what's the word um not imperialist but like like what hitler was doing
0: um what? What are you talking about?
1: When they're when they're just like trying to invade the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a word for it. What, I guess like, invade the world.
0: Yeah, like expansionism conquest. and all that stuff. When they're they're trying to, okay.
1: Con- like anti conquest. So you're n- like I guess NATO's there to make sure that nobody's really trying to gather up more land. You know what I mean?
0: To an extent. Conquest. I mean NATO was formed as in general, like a peacekeeping like uh, extra governmental organization that has
1: representation. I think all but two countries are in it right now, but like well, so NATO and United Nations are different. United Nations was to stop the spread of communism, right? That's that one. And then NATO is the one to try and like, you know, peace relations. But
0: the United is, no, the United Nations was formed after World War Two to prevent another war. Like Russia was part of the United Nations. Like it, it was just supposed to be a. Uh, an organization that exists that opens up communication with all the other countries. That was like the part of like why they, why they formed after world war II, you know, after like league of Nations shit failed. But then like, as the world developed, then you got all the different humanitarian based branches of the United Nations with the goal of like trying to have like one regulatory body. It's like trying to oversee different parts of global uh, development and, not global governance, but global governance, right.
1: but I guess what I'm trying to say is, um it's not really an American thing i I mean America has just has military power to do certain things. I'm just saying someone I, I would like to see anybody try and help uh that but here's in some way right
0: I get like, I get what you're saying. Kind of- I understand what you're saying and it has to be America. I get I get it. But like the issue with that is that first of all, who decides when uh the conditions are appropriate for a type of intervention? Is it uh the nation, is it a people, how many people? Like it, it, there's no real clear definition of like when action should be taken and that's something that needs to be taken into consideration because you know i don't think that we should we should really dictate international policy based on like a few videos of people saying like help us like you know like there needs to be like like more than that than saying we're going to go bomb this whole country because there's some people who aren't happy you know like that that is always that those like small sample groups are kind of used frequently to drive across like imperialist or like western or capitalist like views uh being more superior to like a lot of these like uh smaller countries or less developed countries like if it's something that really doesn't conform with what we're doing so like you you have the Uh, people from like venezuela
1: and i don't think it's more i don't think it's capitalist or versus socialist i think it's more uh authoritarianism versus democracy right
0: so here's the other okay so now we're really getting into this idea of authoritarian stuff like this is where I think that you agree with a lot of the neoconservative stuff is that they they try to frame their interventionist policies and this idea that the west or uh, the good guys like have the authority to come in and liberate the people against these oppressors but like why is it someone else's like, it just becomes this whole thing of like, why is it your job to dictate who is a oppressor and who is not, and who is being oppressed and who isn't. And then like from that, like what gives you the right? what gives you the right to then now restructure this entire country's everything. Right.
1: Well, that's the thing is I wouldn't, I would, uh, that last part is where I would part from them.
0: So then you would just, but then if you, if you do that,
1: I, I know there's a vacuum, Yeah, and you, we could get something else, maybe even worse, to come in. But my thing is, it, it, it has the chance to have something else form. But this is
0: what we've been doing in the Middle East, and it doesn't work.
1: Right. That I, I got mad at when, what is it? Um, not Egypt. Was it Egypt? Whatever. Who's the one that, like, they, they, oh, yeah, they got rid of Gaddafi, and then they just put in the Muslim Brotherhood, so you just have a theocracy now which is just like what the fuck you know what I mean like
0: yeah but this is but, the, that's, but this is what i don't like about that that general idea and this is the when i say that i think that you're have more neoconservative leanings than a lot of other stuff is like with with things that you've said about like china and north korea and and you know and these type of places it's it's always being framed as i don't like authoritarianism Right, that that's always kind of the baseline. Is like I don't like authoritarianism, therefore someone should go in and change their entire way of life because they're being oppressed by authoritarianism. But it's not really up to outside forces to fucking determine, like, if someone's being oppressed by an authoritarian government or not. Like, that's not how it should work. It's no one's outside of that situation's like place to to really.
1: First off that's not really that. what I think about that's not necessarily how I'm thinking about it with uh, with China North Korea is a special entity in my eyes that I have a biased view on that you know what I mean um that's kind of like so with I have two biased things that just kind of get me angry and it's it's like it's Iran and North Korea so those are the two that I'm like for me, are like special authoritarian. Okay. Things well, then that, let's
0: let's use them as an example for this like intervention. Yeah,
1: China. I'm not. I'm not saying we should go in and king kill, whatever. Um. But yeah. So like North Korea and Iran, and I I, I. I also. I'm not saying we should go in and intervene. I'm saying we should go in and intervene, like small, like try and get people out, which we already do. We do try and help people escape from North Korea, um, and stuff like that. Um, but. I would like to see from the inside revolutionary stuff way. That's like what I would first go to. And it's already happening in Iran. The younger people, you know, the the mass unemployment and the there's more younger people than older people now there that don't have the same kind of conservative views that the that the leaders do in Iran, you know, that they want to break away from theocracy and want a more secular style of government. So I think something's brewing there already that's going to happen from the inside. Okay, you know? but even if if that's the
0: case, then like why is that anyone else's concern to you know to help or hinder those forms of domestic relations
1: and like domestic policy. So, well, as of right now what governments do, I'm not saying I agree with this notion, but what they do is if let's say there's an uprising and then you want to arm one side or the other, they just arm the side that if they were to come to power, um, what would benefit them the most, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So with me, I think we should just do it on a more human... Like, uh, it would be more just like we would... The younger people want a more secular democracy instead of a theocracy. So that's what I would just go with to uh, aren't, like help them win over. But afterwards, they do what they want. They try and we'll see what happens. But there's no the way it works now, you know, we kind of want something from them afterwards. I don't like that at all. That's where I would break from the neoconservative. So I would say that a lot of neoconservative stuff I do agree on when it comes to interventionalist stuff, but not the afterwards part, which really, you know, I, which is kind of a, just a unrealistic view anyway, right? Like nobody's going to do what I'm proposing. I would like to have happen. No one's going to, no government is going to do that without something in return.
0: Yeah. But the idea that you think that that it would be like the appropriate response is something that I, I don't, I don't agree with. Um, and I think it's like troublesome to, to think that way because like, again, you're, you're setting up the world in this way to where there's protectorate countries that, and then there's like countries that will, will need help. And and like, and w- there should be like, well, a, because
1: well, the, kind of, because at the end of the day, I do think we should have a moral standard that if you believe in that moral standard, even though you're you, you're not an authority to do that, you have to just kind of make a des- decision on what you think is the right way. Well, you know then I mean? that's contradicting
0: and, what you had said earlier, because if you don't like Iran or whoever because of like a, a theocracy or because the government has too much control— and then you go around and try to reshape government based off your beliefs and have them conform to to your standards.
1: It's no, no. It's more. It's more like, uh, it's more like, uh, just helping out the side that I think would have something better come out in the end.
0: But like, what it's gives? Not really, what, I'm not.
1: Nobody's setting up anything in my in my view. I'm not staying behind and helping them set up.
0: But what gives but you they the have right or than, or the authority to? to help a side in a domestic issue. It's not really a, you know what I'm saying?
1: Like a right.
0: Huh? Like, like, like that's, that's like, where we're going to not really ever see eye to eye on that. Like, I don't, but
1: we don't have to see eye to eye. Well, no,
0: I understand just, that. And I get where you're coming from, but like, that is like something to where, like, if you just have like a rebel group and then you think that it would be appropriate for like, a larger developed nation to then like fund their rebellion like that just seems fucking problematic or like you know like if if you would support like a regime that is attempting to like squash a rebellion right or like to end a movement like that has a lot of like far-reaching implications if the the rebellion or the movement are based off like deep-seated cultural or like religious things and obviously like you know like mass exterminations and all that like shit is like super super fucked up and I'm not necessarily talking about like you know like helping people who are like I'm being killed right now like for real guys like I'm being fucking killed like that is like something where we should definitely like extract or you know whatever just get them to fucking safety I don't disagree with 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 that aspect of it like if if there's a way to get people out of a fucking active war zone, you know what I mean?
1: It's it's always a case by case when it comes to foreign policy with me.
0: Yeah. But like, but a lot of that when we're, when you're looking at, at these like more practical applications, like stuff that happened in Iraq, especially like, when you get into a lot of that, like you're really towing on dictating which religion is correct or which one is like viable in that region. And that's something that like, I don't think
1: she is. Yeah, no, you're right. But
0: that's something that I don't think that anyone outside of that situation should really be qualified to make a life or death judgment on or something to where like, like like, that's a really big thing. And like that ties into a lot of the, the fucking like Israel and Palestine shit. Like, that shouldn't really be anyone else's fucking concern aside from the people who are fucking there. You know, even within everything about, like, the state of Israel, which I, I mean, I I know that, I don't know. I don't fuck with Israel, like, at all. But, like.
1: I don't either after my, after my, uh, yeah, I got crushed in that debate
0: at the bar. <laughs> but, like, yeah, that was, that was intense. <laughs> but, like, it's.
1: I don't even know if you were there, but.
0: I mean, you've talked about it before, but, I mean, I don't know. It it shouldn't be any outside entity's place to really dictate or really assist in a lot of those things unless it's, like, very apparent that there's, like, undoubtedly, like, atrocities happening and not, like, a thing that's up for debate or, like, really, like, subject to, like, someone's political or, like, religious opinion. You know what I mean?
1: But if foreign... So a foreign policy is the only thing that I'm more right-wing on. Like, it can't really... You know what I mean? Like, we have to find a school of thought for me that is kind of meets all of it. Is there one? And I think there is, because Wikipedia has a ton of isms. <laughs> I don't think
0: that you're ever... I mean, that's sort of my issue. Like, I don't really have a specific school that I would claim. Because, there. I mean, there's so many, like, hyphenated, you know religious schools are like adapted like you could add like 14 different isms to each other with like various forms of hyper uh you know like neo this or classical this and then like hyphenating things and and you know whatever but i don't think that that's really going to be an issue it's like to to find you a school we're not gonna be able to find you like a school that you believe in i think people work backwards a lot of the times i think that that's that, that that's especially what we're finding with with american politics Is it people Uh,
1: honestly when I was looking at the libertarian socialist thing, a lot of that is me.
0: Yeah. Really. It may just be (laughs) that you that you believe that, but you you carry yourself socially in more of a in line with like a conservative or in line with what do you mean? Just like some of the things that like you say and how you say them and and like like that general stuff is like more in line with like a, a typical American conservative. A lot of your no, liking.
1: I think we I think we just bring up a lot of conservative stuff that I do agree on uh, more than we we had have, we haven't we haven't really discussed all those left things that I mentioned really that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. We only we've only brought up like everything we've talked about in this podcast so far has been like speech stuff and like you know freedom stuff and like those are very a lot of those things are kind of like. I am on the right about, you know, Uh, political correctness stuff. I guess we don't really talk about that that much. But like, there's not too much that we've been that we've been discussing on the podcast that would make me seem left because we haven't really even brought it up any of that shit. That's all. You know, I just don't want people to think I'm a super right winger because I don't don't think I am. You had said I was a right leaning libertarian, which Mm -hmm. I don't think any I don't think I am just because of that. I do have libertarian tendencies, but to say I'm right-leaning and libertarian, I don't know. I mean, a lot of that was judging off like that you
0: like were self-diagnosing uh, yourself with these different isms, and the closest thing I could come to that would be something that was at least in the center, if not center, leaning right.. Um, you know, and I think a lot of it also comes with the fact that you so, like, violently defend yourself against anyone's criticisms of, like, your actions or your actual thoughts. <laughs> because anytime, like, you just have, like, we'll talk about, like, normal shit or not even, like, super politically charged stuff. And then if anyone brings up, like, oh, I thought you were conservative or that sounds like a, like, hints that what you're saying is, like, more of, like, a republican thing or, like, a conservative or a right leaning thing, then you immediately are, like, nah, man, fuck that. Like, I like gay marriage. Like, I, I, weed should be legal, like all this stuff where you're like really trying to defend it. And it just seems like you, you know, that you're more right leaning or more conservative than you lean on, lead on, but you're like worried about people thinking less of you for being like not as like cool and like left leaning as they are or as you would like to be. I think that's why you're super worried about being canceled because you don't say anything interesting enough to ever be canceled. <laughs> like you say like a bad word or two and then like, that's why you always have to bring up how you're anti PC and you think that that's a right leaning thing when, like, it kind of really isn't. Like, the, no, whole, it's not. You're right. Like, yeah, all like, to, the PC yeah. stuff, like, it isn't like that doesn't matter in actual politics that exists anywhere outside of like your Twitter. parents on their cell phone. Yeah. You know, like that shit, like, isn't like real. It isn't like actual. But the fact yeah. that you overcompensate so much for people criticizing you in terms of like what you're saying as being more right-leaning makes it seem like you're very right-leaning and you're really trying to like hide that secret. Cause you're ashamed. And if that is the case, like there's nothing wrong with it. Like Look,
1: I have, I have right wing stuff in me, man, for sure. Definitely. What's his and name? I, you know what it is also. I like to listen to a lot of right-wingers too.
0: Well, that's a lot of it too, is that you, you've said it yourself on this show many times that you're, you're very not gullible, but you're susceptible to influence. And if you're hanging out,
1: I'm I'm joking around a lot of times when it comes to that. Well, part
0: of that is, 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 is accurate to an extent. Like, I'm not saying that you're like a cultural sponge or you're just like, you know, super, super, um, uh, what's the word for that? When you're, when you're easily influenced, easily swayed, but like, I definitely can see like a change in, in your general like attitude towards towards a lot of stuff uh, you know after you like move back home because you're sur- cuz you're because <laughs> you're in Trump country now you're in a more conservative place so you're you know you're subconsciously no. like immersed what in a is, more conservative like, environment so
1: when i see someone when i watch videos like Ben Shapiro like fucking destroying people talking about trans, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Oh, when
0: Ben Shapiro's talking over students at colleges and making them cry.
1: when I watch those, I think it's fucking hilarious. Do I I agree with what he says? No, they're so nasty, but I am literally laughing my ass off because I think it's funny. Um, But I also think that a lot of those people that are coming up to the mic and like asking him questions are really unprepared. I mean, a lot, or at least the the ones they show are very unprepared and they get smashed
0: well that's the whole point it's supposed to make Ben Shapiro look fucking smart and on top of his shit because he's literally like just bullying freshmen and this guy it's like is a professional hilarious. like commentator yeah but then if you put him in a room with a fucking adult like he just gets fucking smeared he gets his ass handed to him anytime that there's like an actual conversation happening with someone who's like somewhat educated or confident like imagine yeah. being like a like a freshman so like a freshman or a sophomore in college and maybe thinking that you're trans and then you go to a fucking speech and ask Ben Shapiro something <laughs> and then he just fucking zings you and you know it's gonna be on the internet.
1: Just because you say you're a woman doesn't make you a woman. Yeah. You're like that shit's so fucking stupid. But it's like I don't I obviously you know I'm very pro LGBTQ community that kind of stuff. How but is that obvious? How well, is it, obvious? Like, oh, it this is a, obvious? Well,
0: this is another thing, is that whenever you're defending yourself
1: as not being as conservative as I think that well, you everybody, are... You, everybody has to say that now, I feel like. When, they, when, they're, when they're about you know to speak on social issues like that, everybody kind of has to do that whole thing in the beginning where they say... Or afterwards being like, but don't get me wrong, I do support all the... Because I do. I don't
0: but, think that that's like a... <laughs> something that normal people really have to say. Your action should speak louder than all of your disclaimers well, you're I'm out. not about to make
1: a joke that, or like say that I think it's hilarious that Ben Shapiro fucking shits on these people because it is.
0: Yeah, but, but I mean you're, you're basically just saying like it's, it's like if you said something fucking racist and you're like, it's cool, like I got a black friend. Like this <laughs> is like what you're doing is you're just like you're saying things that aren't even that big of a deal that like right. no one really would give a fuck about but then you're following it up with, like, but obviously, like, it's cool, guys, because, like, I, I uh, my car has, like, some not uh normal gasoline stuff yeah. in it. And it's like, who the fuck, like, I wasn't, yeah. I don't care. It's an
1: insecurity thing, right? But I'm saying a, a, a lot of people just put those things in there to try and cover their bases. It's like,
0: well, stop trying to cover disparity. your bases. You, it is unnecessary, yeah. and it makes you seem disingenuous or that you're really trying to cover up for the fact that like you secretly aren't progressive, but you just don't want to be bullied by people. You know? Right.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like I don't I don't think that you're I mean, I don't, I wouldn't give a fuck if you were conservative man or like a right leaning libertarian. And the reason I do think that you're a right leaning libertarian is because you have expressed libertarian views to me in the past involving like how government works. I mean, I think that that might have changed or evolved, but like
1: when, w- w- back in the day when Ron Paul was running for president?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
1: it's just that like, I don't
0: know. I, I think that you you have some libertarian views in you involving government's role in society and and the individual's role in society. And I think that in general, um some of your stuff is left-leaning, like if if you know, you're pro LGBTQ and you're all that stuff, although I feel like those things are sort of becoming non-political issues uh rapidly I don't really think that they're going to be part of the general political conversation anymore uh coming up soon just because they're being really normalized.
1: Yeah. And, like and they'll be like weird anybody, niche hot button younger, issues. Anybody younger than 40 doesn't give a fuck.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I think that it's it's time that we kind of move away from like having that be one of your like goalposts as to which side of the aisle you're on is how you feel about like abortion or like gay people like if you are legitimately against the existence of gay people it's not that you're a fucking republican or you're a right-leaning you're just a fucking asshole (laughs) yeah you know what i mean and like if you're fucking against abortion or whatever like you're just a fucking nosy asshole Like, if you really give a shit about, like, why the fuck would you care about what other people do? Like, just shut the fuck up. And I don't think that that's really, like, going to be a thing anymore. It's going to be more about, like, economics and foreign policy and less about, like, the general social stuff. Mm -hmm. Or at least it it should be. In practical application, of course, it probably will continue to be that way because it's...
1: Well, on the right, it'll always be issues because they have that religious part of it, you know? Just people that are super religious, they kind of have to say and do certain things.
0: I I mean look at the fucking pope man Like the pope is pretty progressive In terms of like modern popes So like even that motherfucker Who's supposed to be like the bastion Of like you know Christian thought where people Base a lot of their conservative values off of Is like this protection of the bible and traditional American values like Even that dude's like starting to steer The fucking church more
1: left mm -hmm. Well they have to They, You know there's nobody left that's super
0: well, that's what I'm saying is the world is is progressing and I I think that a lot of those like classical, not classical in like the actual sense classical as in like from the 90s and early 2000s like conservative social views are going to fall by the wayside very soon. Yeah. You know. But yeah, no, I I think that you know, I I think that you have enough right leaning uh, beliefs or tendencies in, in you to at least kick you away from being anywhere near like the far left. I don't think that you're on the far right. You're not interesting enough to be like a proud boy, but like, you know, Jesus
1: Christ, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah, but I definitely will, we'll explore it. I like how that's what you wanted to do with the episode that you were in control of is defend, defend yourself from people thinking that you're a Republican.
1: No, it was more like, let's find me a school of thought.
0: Was yeah, it, I don't know. I mean, it's more like,
1: it was more like if we came, if we came to that at the end, that would have been fine. I mean, I, I also
0: know. think that that's, you know, all right, let's end it on this. I think that that outlines an issue with politics is that everyone wants to find a school. You could tie that into identity politics or, or not and you could go either way with it, but everyone really wants to belong to a school of thought or like a train of thought. And everyone's really concerned about what they are, what, who is. And you know, if, if I'm an anarcho communist and you're a socialist and like, you know, we don't, we, we can't be friends. Or if, if you're a neoconservative and I'm like a, You know, like, a Bible-thumping Republican, like, we got issues there, or what, like, you know, I think that that really is uh, telling of the current political climate where everybody feels the need, and myself included, like, feels the need to identify with a camp in order to make the classification and the delineation pretty simple. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck I would be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's why you just always say just leftist. But what's 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 interesting is like there's probably going to be more parties in the near future. You know, there should be
0: more two. parties already. That's an issue that I have with all this in general. Is these parties formed or these trains of ideas, or these these trains of thought like started hundreds of years ago, if not longer, and like the world fucking grew up like, and, and these these political uh, schools didn't really adapt or like they didn't age well. You know, so now it's, it's up to everybody's interpretation, so, like, you have the framework there of, like, what it means to be a communist or what it means to be a fascist, but then, like, when you add fucking cell phones and airplanes and shit into it, like, it kind of changes up, like, these older schools of political thought, you know? Yeah. Like, what does Marxism mean in the age of fucking eBay? You know? Yeah, like I don't know. it's all kind of shit that I, I have an issue with with a lot of political theory is like if you're going to break it up into these schools like they need to be constantly updated by like their contemporary representatives in order to adapt to the modern times and not just rely on books written in 1855
1: yeah and this is the podcast that's going to do it
0: I'm ending it there